Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. My name is Morgan. And my name is Kat. Welcome to Millennials Unscripted. We're two millennials and we'll be coming to you every Wednesday unfiltered, unscripted, and unapologetic as we provide our perspectives on relationships, work, and life. If you're looking for advice or just to chat with your friend that tells it like it is, you've come to the right place. Guys, I think we took 20 minutes, maybe longer. No, it was like a good hour. Was it? I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, we came up with something just for you. Um, so this past week, Eric and I have been touring houses because we're planning on moving in with each other in November. And I remember having a conversation with Morgan probably a few months ago. And I was like you know, do you have any tips of advice or, you know, what should I be careful of? And I think at the time, like, I was super excited. This is the first guy who I'll ever be living with. So, like, the concept is really cool and exciting and stuff. Really? Yeah. And now that we looked at houses, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do my weird shit anymore. I feel like living with a guy is, like, the same thing as living with another girl, except they don't steal your stuff. (laughs) makeup yeah or like your clothes i had girls that i lived with in college that would take my clothes and like go out that would infuriate me and i used to have to like get a lock on my like and lock my door i had to lock my closet it was crazy yeah psychos um so i guess i'd like just to kind of start it off i have Number one, of course, I'm like, well, what if it doesn't work out? I'll be homeless. Like, No, because you guys, I've explained this to Kat, (laughs) that yes, it needs to be more serious than me moving in with Richard because Richard and I aren't on like, we didn't get this place together. He already lived here for a couple years before I moved in. I just moved in with him and, or yeah, moved in with him. Yeah. And, um... My name's not on any paperwork. If I, if something happened and I needed to leave, I could leave. Right. And I wouldn't have to think about, I need to get myself off the lease and do this um, and all that stuff. So I would pay Eric rent, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Well, you're going on the, well, you're going on the lease together, right? Like you guys are co-signing? Yeah. Or is it just going to be in his name? We, I was under the impression we were co-signing. Okay, so if you guys are co-signing, then I'm on it. Then you're 50-50, basically. And I, don't, I think just like, if you're, are you guys buying a place or renting? No, renting. So then when you just pay the rent, then you guys split it however you want to split it. Yeah. Or he can pay it all or you can pay it all. Who the fuck cares? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in that case, then like, you would have to basically break the lease because it would be like co-signing it. And, like, he would just have to pay. But technically, you would be liable if anything were to happen. Oh, okay. It's kind of like I equate it to when I, like, subleased my apartment because I wasn't going to be there for, like, a semester when I was in college. And I had to get someone to replace my name on the lease while I was gone. Oh, gotcha. So, like, while they were paying, but also, like, if they did anything to damage the apartment in any way, I wouldn't be liable. They would be liable because their name is on that lease for that time. So, like, if Eric took a baseball bat to the house. (laughs) Yeah. 
basically. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And I'm just like, I'm super excited, but at the same time, I am the type of person who likes their personal space. Yeah. And like, if you're co-signing, if say like he left Mm -hmm. and wouldn't pay the rent and they couldn't get the rent from him, they would go to you. Right. And same thing, vice versa. I think, like, it's just really different dating someone because when you're just dating, you're home, they're home, and it's like you're making a choice to go be with them. It's kind of like, I like the thought of that, like, I'm making a choice to be with you tonight, and vice versa. Yeah. When you live together... You don't just get to choose to not be with them that night because you I need some you time alone. I invite you to the alone. living room tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are attached to the hip if you live together, you know, when you're home. And I think something really important, because I've lived with a really bad person before I moved in with Richard, and when I lived with him, I literally would go to the gym to not be home mm-hmm. because I didn't want to see him or I would work late because I didn't want to go home. Um, so, like, I needed to make sure I never felt like that because I know what that feels like. So just being aware, I think, of, like, how you're feeling, if you enjoy being home, if that person is there, or if you're, like, avoiding going home, then there's an issue that needs to be solved. Um, pros, like, they can... If it's a good relationship, they can become your best friend because you literally do everything together. You're cooking together. You're watching TV together. um, You're doing all the chores together. It's pretty much like I feel like the ultimate test being married. I do know people that won't live with someone unless they're married. Yeah. And I think there's other people that are like, I have to live with you before I marry you. And that's me. I'm like, this is the test. Yeah. We live together. If it goes great and we don't have problems, then we can get married. Mm -hmm. But the thought of, like, getting married and then moving in together and finding out you can't stand this person. Right. Because the relationship is just, like, different. Yeah. You know, if they're doing things that annoy you, like, it just gets under your skin. So it's – you're just always together. Yeah. So it's just – I feel like it's the ultimate test I mean, there can be cons, like, if that person doesn't really like to clean, and you're a clean freak. So me, except I'm the one who doesn't like to clean. Right. (laughs) And if he's, like, a clean freak and OCD like that, then, you know, there might be some issues. Right. I like, oh, that's what we were talking about. You were telling me about how you kind of, like, write things down so that you split them up. Right. I think it's, like, can get easy to get into a routine and some responsibilities fall on one person or the other just by chance and it's not really like one person is like avoiding it so you have to do it it's more of just like like for me in my case I was cooking a lot like almost every night dinner for us because he would get home a little bit later I finished work I had time so I was like I'm bored might as well start cooking dinner And then as it was going on, like, week after week, I was getting kind of annoyed that I was feeling like a housewife doing everything where I was doing all the cleaning and doing all the cooking and taking care of our dog. And he was just like, you know, this 
It felt like I was in the 50s. Like, this yeah. man that went to work. Make even me though a sandwich. I work as well. <laughs> like, he comes home, we eat dinner, and he just gets to relax when, like, I didn't really get to relax. I remember one time he came home, and I finished cooking, and he was like, I'm going to go take a shower. That's fine, but I haven't showered. <laughs> All day because I've been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I've been slaving all day. (laughs) And you don't even have the decency to ask me if I have showered. You know, I feel like even though he didn't mean it, like respectfully, I would have liked, hey, like I can take over cooking and you can go like shower and do whatever you need to do because I know you've been working all day. I'm like, great. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't do that, and it was like, I'm just going to go shower while you finish doing your chores was very angering to me. I get that. I think that's valid, too. I don't yeah. think you were being outrageous. <laughs> but I was really angry. <laughs> um, I think that's just, like, one of the things, like, you learn once you move together, there's different things that you're going to argue about that you've never argued about before. Hmm. There, it just those kinds of situations only come up when you live together. Yeah, that don't come up when you're just like you have your own places and you're dating. Even if you spend every second together, it's different because right. Richard and I spent every second together. You know, when he would get home from work, I would leave my house and I would come here, and it was great. But little things came up like pet peeves. Like I learned when we moved in together that he had a pet peeve with water. Like, if I was washing the dishes and you're taking dishes out and some dishes have water and water gets on the counter or the floor, I don't really care. It's water. It dries. <laughs> and he would freak out and start cleaning while I'm moving the, the dishes. dishes or, like, cleaning. Yeah. Um, if I would get out of the shower and get water on the floor, he would freak out. If I was washing my face, and when you're washing your face in the sink, that you is get hard not to splash. You water. get water on the counter, and he would. While I'm washing my face, <laughs> he would literally wipe the counter during my face wash, and I was like, "Okay, this is." You don't get that when you don't live together. You don't know those things, yeah. and I think when you're just dating, that person's not gonna tell you. Hey, I have a thing with water, <laughs> <laughs> or just like those little pet peeves that like yeah. you. Uh, just don't know about until you move in together and then each of you has all their pet peeves i don't think i had a thing where he would he has a shoe rack in his closet and he would leave his shoes all over the place and i'm like it's literally one more move to put your (laughs) shoes on the shoe rack yes and that was my pet peeve Mm -hmm. and i'm like very like a clean freak like everything's organized and he's not like that so that took, like, it's just, I think there's things that happen when you move in together and you just have to get used to them and, like, learn how to pivot. Yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah. As long as, like, you have healthy communication, it'll be fine. I remember exactly like you were saying, they're little things. We don't live together, but it leads into that. So after dinner, I do the dishes because Eric cooks. It's just, like, our little compromise. Um, and I like to sit and, like, relax for a little bit after dinner. Let my food digest. You know, maybe scroll through my phone a little bit. And Eric goes, 
he's someone who likes to clean the dishes right after. Like, finish eating, clean dishes. And he's like, I don't want to let dishes sit in the sink in our new house. And I want to be like, motherfucker, it's 30 minutes, relax. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't cook, so I don't really (laughs) get to say anything. So it's like little things like that. Yeah. Us, we do like... Monday, I'll cook. Tuesday, he'll cook. We'll, so, basically, we'll, like, switch off days. Um, depending on, like, who has more to do after dinner. Like, if I'm, like, I need to do something. And also, if he cleans up after dinner, it takes me, like, twice as long. Because I have to do all my, like, skincare after dinner. And take out my contacts and brush my teeth. Yep. It takes me so much. He just brushes his teeth and then goes to bed. So it takes me so much longer in the bathroom that if he's cleaning and I'm in the bathroom, it actually makes up the time difference. Yeah. So we go to bed at the same time. That's so nice. So for us, it doesn't matter because then I'm like, oh, he's in bed and I'm not in bed. And that stresses me out that we're like missing out on quality time or whatever. Right. So that stresses me out. So that's like something that works for us. But... I think every couple has their own things that they need to, like, switch off and compromise so it can be, like, you feel equal and it's not, like, you have to do everything or the other person's doing everything. So, like, a sense of equality and that looks different for everyone. That's my biggest concern that, like, because I can be, it's not that I try and be lazy, it's that sometimes things don't cross my mind. Yeah. Um, And I worry that it will come across as being lazy or ungrateful and just not really, like, pulling my weight, if you may. And so I did. I had a conversation with him, and I'm like, even if, like, it just starts to annoy you, just say it out loud so it doesn't boil up and then becomes a thing. Yeah. Or, like, you can always tell when you're, like, dating someone for a while, you can always tell when they're annoyed. Yeah. I get quiet. I do too. I get really quiet. <laughs> I'll get quiet and then Richard will like know and he'll try and like say something funny or like change the subject completely uh-huh. and I'll be like, I'm mad! <laughs> <laughs> so that's our way of communicating yeah. and that works for us. But like I don't yell. He doesn't yell. That's, like, our thing. Like, there's no need for yelling. No. You know, if I'm annoyed or you're annoyed, we talk about it. I think I've probably made him angry, like, twice (laughs) in our entire relationship. I mean. Like, Our arguments are mainly about something I do. (laughs) Pretty much every time. So, me and Richard are just, like, the flip-flop of Dad and Eric. Literally. Except Richard pulls his weight more than I do. Yeah, Richard does a good job because, and I, I've had the, had to like deal with me feeling like because I make less money than him that I don't get to be annoyed that he doesn't cook and clean and stuff. Like if I finish work earlier and I have more time and I, because he's in construction and he's constantly working like labor (laughs) all day. Right. That I feel like. I should be, you know, doing the things at home and he should be able to come home to a meal and not really have to do anything and not have to, like, use his brain at all. Um, So that's something that, like, I've had to deal with and, like, knowing that my work is just – 
as equal to his and I think a lot of girls struggle with that where they feel like or even like guys struggle with that if their girlfriend does more or like a harder job than they do so I think it's just like you have to know that your work is amounted to their work and it's equal and the home responsibilities should be split up regardless of what you do it's almost like a second child kind of yeah Especially if you have, like, an animal, then that's, like, a whole other job (laughs) in itself. Um, I think if you're – I always say, like, if you're going to move in together, wait a while before getting an animal together because that's, like – Double the stress. Yeah. Like, you should be, like, very confident in your living together abilities before bringing another living thing into the house other than plants start with plants always just like work your way up yeah start with plants and be like you you have to water it today i'll water it tomorrow that's a good idea yeah like switching off watering and then if that is successful then you can get an animal i would start with a cat cats are easier yeah dogs is like a child (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I see. I come over once a week and I still see how much work Yeah, August. But it's so cute. I'm sure it's worth it. She's, she's worth it. The training de- was definitely needed. I think if you have like a high energetic, stubborn dog. I have a husky, so that's like literally the most stubborn dog. Um, the training is needed. And it makes, it's not like, it makes your life easier. Yeah. Just, like, and it makes your relationship easier because you're not, like, blaming everything on each other. I remember, like, when she was just, like, a crazy puppy, we just, like, would take it out on each other because, like, I would get really stressed out and I would say, like, you're never here. You don't take care of her like I do. And then he would be, like, say something back to that and it would just, like, cause fights. So putting that investment into her training was, like, worth it with an actual professional. Yeah, not to get off on a tangent, but, I mean, kind of. I just don't think it's fair. Like, animals need structure just like human beings do. And I see, you know, people who don't train their dogs, and I'm like, not only is it a nightmare for you, the owner, but that's not healthy for the dog. Yeah, and the dog doesn't know, like, what they're doing is bad. Yeah. And some people's way of, like, punishing is, like, really bad. Like, borderline animal abuse. You, how long did she crate for? We still crate her when we leave, but we don't crate her, like, when we're here. So, that's just, like, because we got a new couch and a nice rug. Like, I don't want to risk anything. Plus, she, when I leave, she gets separation anxiety. So, like, she starts taking things out. She'll knows how to she knows how to open doors like she's way too smart so she like it's smart it's necessary to create her when we're gone you know when i'm here i can keep an eye on her and when i'm here she's so much more calm because she knows i'm here that she just sleeps the whole day so it's perfect yeah i mean of course i have like that not i mean it is selfish in in a certain way but it's like well i want a cute puppy or i want a cute kitten and i'm like are you really well equipped to have an animal right now? No. You do work from home, though. So that is a big... But at the same time, it's... 
I really got Storm. I think I really, I always wanted us to get a dog together mm-hmm. after we moved in together. Um, and he was always just like, you know, it wouldn't be fair to the animal because we're not home enough, you know. And um, once I was diagnosed with epilepsy, I wanted a dog even more mm-hmm. because you can train your dogs to become service dogs, especially when dealing with like something like epilepsy, um, because they can be taught how to handle or like help you if you're having a seizure or something. I've seen those videos. Yeah, where they like know to put you, lay you down and put you on your side. Like it's whoa, it's crazy. So that was, like, a big reason why I wanted Storm. I haven't trained her to be a service dog yet. But it's nice but... knowing that you're not alone in the house. Yeah. And I think dogs are just super nice to come home to. If you're coming home to an empty house, like, that feeling of, like, someone being, like, incredibly excited for you to be there is is very nice. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a good feeling, yeah. I think. And... Like, I got her for, like, the epilepsy, and then also I was work- had to work from home after I was diagnosed because in Florida you can't drive for six months. So when I couldn't drive, I had to leave my job, and I found a new job where I could just work from home, and so I could, like, train her, but that was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I remember coming over, and you were, like, oh, listen to what she did this week, and I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, when she was a puppy... Um, I gave her CBD oil mm-hmm. to help her relax because she had like, she was so energetic and so much anxiety that I gave her some CBD oil and the oil did not digest well. Oh my God. I forgot about this. And she went in diarrhea <laughs> all over in the bed, in our bed, all over the walls, the floors, the stairs. And I spent, like, half a day cleaning and, like, almost throwing up because of the smell. Like, oh at least a baby will never throw up on your, I mean, shit on your walls. I mean, never know. I mean, hopefully. Not, not to that. Storm probably was running around spreading it. Yeah. So, that was an experience, I would say. Yeah. So. But if you're going to make... You have to understand, like, there's so many dogs and cats that are in shelters that don't have homes. And the main reason why people abandon their animals is because of the training. Because they can't train them. So, putting that investment and training them properly just, like, ensures that they're going to be a good addition to your family. Or, like, if people get a baby... And they're like, oh, we can't take care of this dog anymore. You know, you have to, if you're going to get an animal, you have to treat them like they're your actual child. Like you're adopting a child for life. You don't just get to say, oh, you know what? I have a baby now. I can't, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Unless you find like someone you know with like a good place. You can't just drop them off. And it's like we always talk about children in the foster system and how it's so sad, like, they're orphaned you're doing the exact same thing to animals and they have the exact same feelings of abandonment and neglect just like kids do so if you treat that like that and think of it as adopting a child you're gonna take it more seriously and you're not gonna do that but you have to know like you're just like when you have a baby your baby's not gonna know how to behave (laughs) you have to teach them those things like you have to put in the time put in the work put in the effort So that's, like, the same thing with dogs. I had to learn that. So 
it's not that I got embarrassed, but I definitely felt bad after because I wasn't thinking exactly like you were saying. And so Eric has a dog, 12 years old, really sweet. Um, you know, doesn't bark, doesn't shed. It's literally like your ideal dog. Um, and she was like, uh, like nonstop licking and biting her paw. And I had told her like multiple times, no, she would stop. And then she'd do it again. No. And it got to the point where I was like, I didn't yell, but I was like, Cassidy, like, no, what are you doing? And Eric was like, Cat, you can't really yell at her because, like, you don't know what's going on. And then I felt like a piece of shit because we looked at her paw and there was, like, a piece of stone in there and the poor thing was in pain. And I was like, I'm going to be a terrible mom. (laughs) I started crying. I'm going to be a terrible mom. And it's just like... They don't, they're just figuring it out. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. You don't know. It's, it's a journey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be a terrible mom. I didn't And I think they're like a great learning experience to help prepare you if you ever like want to take that step and become an actual mom to an actual human being. Um, Just like it's your job to keep your baby alive. It's your job to keep your dog alive too. Feeding them, training them, taking them out on walks, you know, all those, all those nice things. Do you, like, have any fears about, like, moving in together? I worry. I'm a very independent person. And a lot of times I just go and do things on my own, kind of, like, (laughs) the other morning. Eric had slept over. He didn't have a tea time until, like, 10 or something. Um, So I obviously was up earlier. I went to the gym. Then I came back from the gym, and I just made myself avocado toast. Because I was like, well, I'm up. He's not. Whatever. And he came out, and he was like, oh, like, you didn't think to ask me if I wanted breakfast? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, they're just little things that I'm... um, very used to that I think are gonna have to change like even I was helping him fold the laundry like this is very insignificant but it does speak to like the tiny changes that will have to be made like he folds differently than me yeah Richard and I separately fold because we have different folding styles yeah and he was like oh I actually like to do it like that and I'm like oh well my way's better Okay. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and then, oh, also, I think I date the one of few boyfriends in America who actually, like, want to help with interior design because I was looking at really cute furniture, like, similar to the decor in here, right? Some gray, some, like, light woods, plants, and Eric had, like, sent me a text and he's like I really think we need to take into consideration each other's design styles and come up with a compromise and I'm like okay (laughs) I guess I'm not gonna get my cute white gray color pattern but compromise is so what what does he want like different colors yeah he wants like a darker color scheme and I like lighter that's a man style. I thought you guys compromised and said he could design his man cave. Yes. Well, now it's leaking into the living room. I think just... I'll start over. I'll go to the first thing she said. <laughs> and I'll lead up to that. I think my biggest tip for independent... Yeah. 
for me, I didn't really have that issue. Like, I was very independent, but when I live with someone, I become very codependent, uh-huh. and I want to do everything together. Uh-huh. So, my routine would shift based on his schedule, and I kind of had to deal with something, like, internally where I couldn't do that. You know, like, I had to have things for myself. So, that's, like, my biggest tip to everyone is, like, you have to have things that make you happy that you do without that person because if you do every single thing together you'll start to rely on that person and you always have to like I know Kat and I are like always prepared for the worst yes but you do have to have that in the back of your mind like you shouldn't be relying on someone for everything like you know if you really like to work out and but now you're only working out with that person if something were to happen and you guys were to go your separate ways, would it feel weird to work out by yourself? Hmm. Like, and you can apply that to a bunch of different yeah. scenarios, but you have to be okay with doing things on your own. It's fine if you do things with that person. If you love to work out and now you work out with that with your significant other, great. That's awesome because I think that develops, like, a really deeper connection of doing something you love with the person you love. That's amazing. But you have to know that you'll be able to do it alone. So maybe, like, I would say my biggest tip if, like, you're in that kind of scenario is to do it with that other person. But maybe do, like, one or once or twice a week by yourself. I like that. So then, like... You are by yourself doing the thing you love, but then you can also do it with the person you love. And it's not like, oh, I only do it alone. Right. Because then that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if, like, if you're struggling with, like, you want to be independent and, like, cooking, like, you don't know how to cook for someone else, like, you just start to adjust, I think. Like, I just started to adjust. Like, you uh, now live with this person and, and you guys make decisions together. And that kind of goes to everything. Like, what do you want for breakfast? You don't just start cooking breakfast. (laughs) Like, you have the discussion before. Yeah. And kind of, like, it's going to be hard and, like, an adjustment at first. But just starting to do that and kind of forcing yourself to get into that routine of, like, asking the person, like, what do you want for dinner? What do you want for breakfast? Um, What do you want to do today? Like, those little things will help you, like, not be so independent. Yeah. Because... Independent is just a nice word for selfish. <laughs> it is. It can be. You know, selfish in a good way and also the selfish in a bad way. Yeah, and it's great to be independent when you're alone, but now you're making that commitment and that dedication to another person and you're now combining your lives together. So you have to know and have to, like, open up that consideration for that other person all the time, like... Whenever you do, you think about how that other person would feel. Yeah. And I think it's hard if you're not used to that, but just, like, forcing yourself to do it slowly will help you, like, help it become second nature. Yeah. I'll adjust. With the design. I'm approaching everything she said. <laughs> Good. This is what we're here for. Um, I think just, like, For example, Richard, his place was all black. He loves black. And black furniture, black tables, you know, (laughs) everything black. And that's his mom's style. So, and I have my mom's style. Gray, white, 
navy, yep. you know, all light, beachy colors. Yeah. Um, and when we would, like, go pick out little things. So I think that's, like, the first step to take, like, decor. Mm-hmm. Go to Home Goods together, mm-hmm. not alone. You can't do that. Okay. That's not <laughs> ever. Okay. Go to Home Goods if you're going for, like, stuff for the house. If you're going for yourself, obviously, right, you don't need to bring the other person. But go to Home Goods, find some decor, and find compromises where it's like you don't have to compromise your taste and he shouldn't have to compromise his but find things like that you both like like do you like this and if he says no okay find something else you like okay do you like this and then sometimes it's going to take like a long time but I think if you just like keep putting the nice thing in his face right he'll start to like it yeah like it's just how it is and but you shouldn't have to compromise your taste either. Right. For anything. Right. Like, I would say when Rich and I first started dating, I pretended I liked The Office. Oh my god, this is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> because just like when you first start dating someone, you have to have things in common. Yep. And if I didn't do that, we would never be here. A hundred percent. So... I took one for the team. Mm-hmm. I pretended I liked The Office. I hate The Office. I think it's stupid. The humor is not humorous to me. And I love friends. I think there's two types of people. One person likes The Office. The other person likes friends. Yep. I'm a friends person. And he is now adjusted to liking friends. He used to hate friends. But I put it on every night. <laughs> He'll never put on The Office. <laughs> That's just like the strong person in a relationship from the weak one. <laughs> But there's just, like, like little things that you kind of deal with in the beginning. But once you move in together, it it becomes so much more serious that you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Um, So, like, when we moved in together, all he ate were, like, chicken or whatever, meat or, like, steak and rice and beans every night. And I couldn't do it. I hate beans. I, ne- I never <laughs> I never pretended I liked beans. I hate the texture. freaks me out. And just, I don't like beans. And he kind of had to adjust that I liked different foods. And so me, like, kind of incorporating that and me just, like, I'm going to cook dinner tonight. And just cooking what I wanted and made him some too. And he liked it. So just, like, I think... That's, like, I guess specific to food, but just, like, incorporating things and not necessarily making compromises, especially when it comes to your home. Like, you don't want to live in a home that you don't like. Right. And he doesn't want to live in a home that he doesn't like. Like, it should feel like home to both of you, but it shouldn't feel like home just based on, you know, the color of the walls. Right. And the furniture. Right. Like, it should feel like home because that's the person you're with and that. It's what home is. Yeah. Um, but also, you want to be able to, like, have your friends come over and be like, what a nice place. Right. <laughs> so, like, I think just when you're shopping for stuff for the new place, like, agree on it together. It may take, like, a bunch of tries. I know with the rug downstairs, so I picked out, like, ten options that I liked. And the one that he liked is the one we got. Because I liked all ten. Maybe some That was smart. Some I liked more than others, but 
I liked them all. I was I would be happy with every single one of them. And I gave those to him and be like, which one do you like? Yeah. And he said, nah, 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 nah. And I was like, that one's I like. And so that's what I chose. Just ordered. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how you have to do it, especially being the girl and having your own like certain tastes. Um, he wanted a darker rug. I wanted a very bright rug. So we kind of like settled in the middle. It's not dark, but it's not like too bright. Um, so I think when like, if you're picking out colors, choose all the colors you like. For example, when we painted our walls in the house, we like repainted everything. Um, we chose, he chose some colors. I chose some colors. We took samples. We went home, tried it on all the walls and we chose one that we both liked. Hmm. So there should be no compromises in terms of that, but you should choose something you both like. There shouldn't be like, well, I like this color. Well, I like this color. And argue and be like so right. opposite yeah. in a sense. Like, it should be like, I like this one. I don't really like that one. Okay, what about this one? Yeah. You know, and he should be the same way. If it's one person being like, okay, okay, and the other person not really moving, yeah. then there's an issue. Yeah. Because... If he likes one color and you don't like that color, you shouldn't be like, well, I guess if, like, you really like that color, like, that's not okay. Right. Like, it should be like, I don't like that color, so that's a no. Yeah. So, those are things that, when you move in together, those are issues, but as long as, like, you're both open to suggestion Mm -hmm. and open to, like, change, then you'll be fine. If, like... But if you, in the case of, like, had to compromise on every little thing in the house, you will resent him. Yeah. Because you're like, this isn't the couch I wanted. This isn't the rug I wanted. This isn't the walls I wanted. Um, this isn't the plant I wanted. Then it's like, he chose everything and he's the boss. Yeah. Like, it needs to be a partnership. And when it's a partnership, then you choose things you both enjoy. hmm Not one or the other. Yeah. I like the idea of the options. I think that's really... Good. Because then you're not just like, this is it. This is it or nothing. Right. Because <laughs> then, you know. That's the same thing, like, for the couch. Like, I chose, there was a lot of different couches I liked. So I, even, like, some stuff on Amazon. If I, if you, like, are choosing stuff on Amazon, you, we create, like, a home wish list. We have a home wish list. And I put a bunch of things. He chooses what he likes, and we buy it. Love it. So he's happy. I'm happy. Also, I think my, like, last tidbit of advice is having a room where you both can enjoy different things. Hmm. Like, for example, our guest room, it used to be an actual bed in here, a dresser. We didn't like it, so we decided to make it inside kind of like a little office slash entertainment room, Mm -hmm. to say. And so for me, I work from home all day. So I work in here. I don't work, you know, when I'm not working. So I work all day. He comes home. If we, when he uses the room, he has his Xbox in here. He comes in here and that's like his time to himself. When he's playing his Xbox, I'm not in here. I'm somewhere else. Hmm. So it's like kind of having a little sanctuary inside your home that you both can enjoy different things in, I think is the best thing because then you're not like, what are you doing? Like attached at the hip 100% of the time. Right. It's like, I'm going to go, when he says, I'm going to go play Xbox, 
then I say, okay, I'm going to do this down here. So we both have our time to ourselves away from each other. Um, so it's not like we're breathing down each other's throats all the time. It's a good one. There's trying to be like a man cave and a woman cave, I think. I mean, if you have like really different design aesthetics, yeah, then you might need a woman cave and a man cave. Yeah. But if you can like settle on the design of a room together, um, then you can have just like your different things that you do in that room that, you know, makes him happy and makes you happy. All right, fam, that's it for this week. If you made it this far, you're a real one. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave us a review to let us know how we did. DM us any questions or stories you have and have an amazing week, guys.